0: Well, up, everyone. Welcome along to Seeds Podcast. This is Stephen Moe. The interviews I do with people are long form. I think that gives us a chance to really get to know somebody well. But sometimes I like to reflect on an interview and then pull out little bits that stuck out to me. And that was the case with Preston Hagel. He had a story to tell about the moment that his life changed. And so I thought it was worth amplifying that story so that you could have a listen. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy this little excerpt of what he had to say, then make sure you check out the more than hour-long interview that I did with him as well, because the entire thing was really excellent. I really hope you enjoy it, and the context here is that I'm asking Preston about something that happened in his life that changed everything that he's done since. This was the moment
1: that changed him. When I was in the Caribbean, I saw um, that, yeah, it felt like I was part of the problem with this wealth disparity, and that nothing I was really doing was... Contributing to anyone's life other than myself or my friends or mm. kind of my future. And um, yeah, I had quite a profound experience actually, cave diving that made me basically just decide to go back to the States and sell everything I owned. So, what happened there? A moment? Oh, it was a moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very, very clear. <laughs> Um, yeah, we were, we were out on this expedition and the kind of local had taken us to this famous beach, um, that was rated like, yeah, you know, one of the most beautiful beaches and then this village and, you know, for us kind of getting all of this cultural input and this beauty, you know, Mm. it was just overwhelming and you just feel it, really feel like you're living a high life. This moment struck when we went down to this cave, kind of walked down these like stone steps to this body of water, you know, under, underground (laughs) and like this little bit of sunlight coming in. And they're like, great, we're gonna stop here for a little bit and so feel free to go for a swim. And it just felt like a, a level of fear that I had never felt in my life. I was right. staring at like this body of water and I grew up swimming like I'm normally not a, f- I wouldn't say I'm would, not afraid of these kind of situations, but there was something that really did stop me. And I was like, oh, I'm not jumping in there. Like, you know, he said it's like 50 meters deep. Like, there's like the Loch Ness Monster in there or something. <laughs> right. I was like making up all these things, like all these excuses in my head. Yeah. And um, this little kid walks up to me, this little Dominican kid, and he like pulls on my shirt and he's like, hey, mister, are you going to jump in? And I was like, you first. I'm like, oh, hoping he wouldn't, <laughs> but he did. And so I followed suit. Yeah, I dove in and just had this kind of rush, like this adrenaline rush. And um, I think a lot of people can relate to doing something that kind of gives them, the, you know, a bit of a, a rush. It could be a roller coaster or anything like that. And I kind of felt that. And it kind of felt that this challenge that I ha- was facing was, you know, going from being on a holiday and feeling really good about where you are to all of a sudden being like, oh man, like I'm not in complete control of my life and my fears and all of this kind of other stuff came up. Right. So I kind of swam over to the edge and um, climbed out of this little kind of big pool, this cave um, body of water. And I looked at it and I was really s- processing, you know, like what, what am I afraid of? Like, there's no way that a local would bring a tourist here if there was like any risk of them hurting themselves. Really, right. That would, that would be awful for them, you know? Um, so kind of thought through. I was like, maybe maybe there's nothing to be afraid of, and I 'm kind of just making it up so let's see if that's true and I dove up and straight down and just started swimming down basically as deep as I could, kind of pushing through, telling myself, you know if if it is as deep as they say it is, then there's no chance in coming even close to the bottom of this cave. So I was swimming, like pushing down and got to where like the temperature of the water actually started to become cold. And in the Caribbean, <laughs> it's like that kind of tells you you're, you're getting pretty deep. And the other thing was that it's mineral water, you know, it's not um, salt water. So I opened my eyes and, you know, it's pretty much pitch black below me. Um, and you can, can't even really feel the water on your eyes. So you can just kind of um, keep your eyes open. And it got to where I could feel the pressure kind of pushing it around me. And I'm not really a free diver or anything, so I, I was again, feeling kind of like that adrenaline was kicking in. And I said, okay, I better turn around and go back to the surface. And I stopped swimming, kind of rolled over and went to swim back to the surface. And I opened my eyes and I could just see like this massive abyss that was opened up around me. And I just kind of froze and had this moment of like appreciation for the the beauty maybe, um, as well as just the appreciation for not not knowing what was what was down there, but taking the risk to, to find it and to find out for myself. And yeah, kind of, I guess, had decided in my head that like maybe the most beautiful experiences in life are going to be on the other side of facing your fears. And yeah, swam back to the surface and swam over to my partner and looked her in the eye and said, hey, I think I'm just going to go back to the States and sell everything and Travel more, <laughs> wow. and yeah, that was uh that was one year and one month before I landed in New Zealand. Wow. It was like just a feeling that um yeah, it was so exhilarating that it's like the, the idea of being back home and doing the stuff that I had been doing mm-hmm. again and again just didn't interest me anymore <laughs> right. and the pursuit of like what I knew, um you know, like my career path ahead of me just. Didn't excite me as much as what i didn't know mm. and so that was the kind of like tipping point for me i guess yeah yeah wow that's amazing
0: i hope you enjoyed that little excerpt of the conversation with preston don't forget he's got more than an hour-long interview with me as well so make sure you check that out in the show notes if you like this until next time